Welcome to the Love Revival Aurora podcast. On behalf of Love Revival, I would like to thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy this week's powerful message from Pastor Brandon. Have a blessed and beautiful day. How glorious is it to be in the house of the Lord on Pentecost Sunday? We got people that came from two hours, from an hour, from all over. Welcome. We got our GGG family and our River's Edge family back there. Glory. We got grandma. We got grandma. Anna from River of Life. We got Enrique and Natalie. Wow. Glory, glory, glory. And the rest of the Love Revival fam. (laughs) What happened? She thinks her knee was healed by falling. Make sense of that. She was out. She walked eight miles yesterday because we were doing the March for Jesus in Elgin. And she's like, I want to march for Jesus. So she went around Lakin to pray for people and to pray in her, in her little town. Oh, four miles for Jesus, four miles with my mother. Amen. Wow. God is good. And all the time. I got a powerful word. I'm going to make it very short. Uh. That's a love revival right there. What more could we ask for the whole, from the Holy Ghost? God bless you all who are watching. I hope the Holy, I'm, I, I believe the Holy Ghost is invading your space right now too. Um, one of the hardest things for a pastor is administrating what the Lord is trying to do. Well, how about let's start with this, just to get this out of the way so I don't forget, because I will forget. Let's take this time to give back to what God just poured out. Amen? 
This is a time that we can give from our strength, from our physical finances and resources. And uh, we're just going to set the bucket. Huh. There's envelopes in the back of the seats. Where is the bucket? No, I just, somewhere where they can see it would be good. Just, Matthew, can you just set the bucket on the back chair, one of the back chairs back there so that it's not being passed around? Just for uh, sanitation reasons. Please put your name. Put your email too so we could send you all the amazing stuff that's happening at Love Revival. So you can be part of the move of God that's happening. <laughs> Glory. Can you still stand on a... On Wednesday, God healed her, her leg. He, she just... Yeah, it's, it's still good. Wow. And that was from a word of knowledge that Matthew had. Matthew's like, stand on one foot. She's like, I can't. And then she did it, and she did it. I had to keep trying. Like, Wow. Glorious. I know normally uh, we're almost done with service at this time. Thank you guys for. I'm not even sorry, though, because the Holy Ghost. Where else would you rather be? On Pentecost Sunday or any day. <sighs> Glory. If you want to give by text. I don't know if we'll get be able to get it on the screen by text or Zell. Zell or PayPal, you can give at Love Revival Aurora at Gmail. That's pretty easy to remember. Also on our website, you can give LoveRevivalAurora.org. LoveRevivalAurora.org. You gotta say it like that too. G. O-R-G, living organism. All right. Lord, I thank you and praise you. Oh, I need to give. I forgot. (laughs) I'm so like. Yes. Well. All right. Well, let's, yeah, we'll pray for the offering. That's what we can do. When you don't know what to do, you pray, right? Lord, we thank you. We praise you for the privilege to sow into your kingdom. Lord, and uh, today as we celebrate the church's birthday and the gift The greatest gift you gave to the world was Jesus Christ. 
The greatest gift you gave to the church was the Holy Ghost. Lord, and today, on the anniversary of the day that you gave us that precious gift, we give back. We give back. And I just declare on every sower, on every giver right now, open heavens over their finances. Lord, you said when we give our tithes and our offerings, that you will rebuke the devourer of our finances and of our possessions. And I just declare supernatural blessing upon them, supernatural protection over their finances. Lord, that everything that they do prospers, that even if the, even if the economy fails, that their finances will continue to prosper because they have them sown into a place where the economy never fails, where the system never fails, where it, all it knows is increase, all it knows is abundance, all it knows is fruitfulness, all it knows is, is increase and above and beyond what we could ask, think, or imagine. And I declare the sentence of blessing upon their life in Jesus' name, amen. So with joy. So my pastor always says, if you are a giver, you are sentenced to blessing. And I want a life sentence. <laughs> All right. Lord, we thank you. We praise you for your presence in this place. Thank you for how you have visited us so far. And I believe you're about to pour out again, just like at Cornelius' house. While Peter was still preaching, the Holy Ghost fell on them. And they began to speak with other tongues. And the whole household was saved and baptized. And I thank you because I believe that anointing is going to come. And I believe that the people watching online that they will get baptized in the Holy Ghost while I am still preaching in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Like I said, this is going to be a quick in and out. Oh, Jesus. Yes. there any interpretation to that? Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. 
but your requests before me. Be ye holy as I am holy, saith the Lord. Listen to my voice and follow my footsteps, and I will be there for you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Lord. Just praise him real quick. Wow. See, he don't want me to preach today. <laughs> wow. Come, Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, it's a new season. We're going from pandemic to Pentecost. See, the Holy Spirit was masked in the holy place until that holy blood was shed and that veil was torn and then the Holy Ghost was released to, be, to fill his people. And we're coming out of this Pentecost and we had a mask but the Holy Ghost is ripping through the mask. Because the Father has sent him with a new task. For those who seek and ask. And are willing to leave yesterday in the past. That's the prophetic flow. That's for show. Okay. <laughs> it's, a it's a birthday party. Why don't we celebrate? Thank you, Jesus. Now more than ever, the church needs to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says in Acts chapter 2 that they were all together in one accord. He wasn't talking about a Honda. <laughs> they were all together in one accord what do you see in the earth right now discord division war racism hate corruption Deception, murder, fear, chaos, sadness.
pain. People against people. But I got news. And it's good news. At the darkest hour, the darkest time in history, when God was silent for 400 years to the earth, when there was corruption, racism, injustice, hatred, murder, persecution. That's when God chose to send his son, Jesus. That's when God chose to step down from heaven. That's when Jesus chose to undress himself and come from eternity and come into time to be a light in the darkness. And I posted this, but man, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I posted this. Help me, Holy Spirit. <laughs> I posted this morning. There we go. What did I post this morning? Excuse me for a second. Racism, tension, unrest, corruption, darkness, hatred, division, demonic oppression. The atmosphere is conducive for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You see, if you look in the natural, that's what you see. Darkness, hatred, division, sirens. They said they're going to be protesting in Aurora at 3 o'clock. And I'm all for protesting peacefully. However, there's only one response from heaven for a pandemic. And now we are seeing a pandemic, not of a virus, but of racism, of corruption. And it's always been there. It's just God is unmasking it. And the world is doing what the world knows how to do. Fight with flesh and blood. 
Even Peter, when he was beside Jesus, and they were trying to arrest Jesus, what did he do? He used a sword to cut off someone's ear. And Jesus said, no, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And he picked up that ear, and he healed his oppressor. They asked Jesus, is this, at the, is this the time that you're going to restore Israel? And he said, this is Acts 1, 7, 8, 1, 7 and 8. It's not for you to know the times and seasons, but go to Jerusalem. Go to the secret place and wait until I send the gift the Father has promised. When they could have went and caused a uprising. When they could have went and retaliated because they killed Jesus. You see, me as being white, I don't know as much as people of other races and colors of what they're feeling right now. But as I went and spent time with my father, Jesus said, I came down not just to die for your sins, but so that I could be tempted in every way, yet without sin. I could be killed and persecuted and marginalized because of my beliefs. And I wasn't just killed. I was killed on a cross in front of everybody, in public. If, he was, if it was during this time, it would be all over Facebook, all over social media. He said, I was killed naked, beaten, in front of everybody for something I didn't even do, for my belief. God bless you. So Jesus knows exactly what you're going through, wherever you're at. He knows what you're going through. He didn't just die for you. He died as you. He said, and now I can sympathize with your weaknesses. Because I've been through what you've been through. And I've gone through what you've gone through. And his response was not a riot and not an uprising and not an not a, a overthrowing of the government. His response was to send the fire of the Holy Ghost. His response was to send the fire of love. His response was to send the baptism of fire from heaven to his church. And that baptism only came when they were in one accord. So why is the enemy, what is the enemy trying to do right now? He's trying to bring division. He's trying to bring discord, especially in his church. I believe that the Lord 
One of the anointings that the Lord has on my life and the giftings that he has on my life is to break down the walls of racism. And I believe that's why when I lived, when I grew up, I was like the only white kid. And when I, even in my, even in the church of my pastor, I'm like the only white kid and I love it. I mean, it was so much so that when we moved to Earlville to get out of the gang-infested east side of Aurora when I was in sixth and seventh grade, my sister came home crying and said, Mom, there's no Mexican people here. She was crying. And I believe, and I will live every breath that I have, every ounce of life that I have in me, I will live to bring reconciliation, to break down the walls of division, to awaken revival, to awaken reformation. If you're part of our ministry, we go full-fledged ahead. We go filled with the Holy Ghost, filled with fire. We go moving forward, not taking any steps back. We go forward. We press on towards the mark, and we press on with full speed ahead with the Holy Ghost as our conductor. The Holy Ghost is our conductor, and we're in the train of revival on the tracks of his kingdom. And I know some people think I'm too passionate and too fiery. It's okay. But I'm not changing. It's just going to increase. So if you can't stand the heat, it's okay. I heard her name's Real Talk Kim. She posted yesterday, she said, some people you got to feed them to go. You got to feed them the, a, a to-go container. <laughs> Bless them, feed them. I love everyone, and I I will pour my life out. And you know what? I it hurts me to see the retaliation and the stuff that's happening because. It's like the enemies on both sides, fueling it over here, fueling over here. And God's sitting here with a bucket of water. And the bucket of water he's trying to hand to the church. But the church is taking sides. They're taking sides and they're trying to figure out why it happened and what's, what's supposed to happen and what's right and what's wrong. No, if you're a fireman and you go to put out a fire, you're not there asking, how did this fire start? What happened? You find all those details out later. But your job is to pull the people out of that fire and to put the fire out, not to fan the flames just because 
just because it started in a way that you that could have been prevented. You know, when I read a lot of books that they write about martyrs, and I read uh, this devotional that I have, it's called Jesus Freaks, and it's real-life martyrs and their testimonies and their stories and letters written by them. And a lot of times, that's what I read before I go to bed. And, uh, The reason why I read those is because I'm preparing my heart to be able to love in the midst of the strongest persecution. To be able to love in the midst of somebody who tenacious, tenaciously hates my guts and wants to kill me. To be able to love when they may want to martyr me. Because the Passion Translation, I know I'm all over today, guys, but the Holy Ghost. In Acts 1 8, he said, You will receive my power to do what? To become my witnesses. That word witness in the Greek, Brian Simmons says it means also martyr. That's why the only way we will see transformation in our nation and in our world is not from rioting and looting, but from a baptism of the fire of the Holy Ghost. Because then we'll be able to stand in front of the police officer that's trying to kill us and say, Jesus loves you. And in front of the, in front of the, 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 if you're a police officer, in front of the rioters that want to kill you and want revenge. And you could say, Jesus loves you. And not only does Jesus love you, I love you. That's a love revival. That's a love revival, and that's what we live for. That's why our name is Love Revival. We live to make sure everyone that we encounter feels loved, valued, and appreciated. Everyone. No matter how hateful they are, no matter how corrupt they are, we have to love them. And the only way to love them is to be filled with the baptism and the Holy Ghost. I understand. The world, I would probably retaliate too. Actually, I used to drive around bumping a song, and it started with F, and it ended with the police. And that was my theme song. And I'm just keeping it real with you. I'm keeping it raw. But when I got saved, and when I got redeemed, Now I say, bless the police. Bless the police. And they marginalize me sometimes because of my background. A lot of people do. It's hard for me to even get a job. 
And God burned up my background check, though. <laughs> we got to make a song. And it's got to go, bless the police, bless the police, bless them. Some people will get that. Some people won't. Remember last week when I was saying, thank you, Satan? Because everything Satan tries to do to silence you, to destroy you, to break you, God's using to mold you, to build you up, and to shape you. I just feel the atmosphere is, it's pulsating. It's waiting, and all of heaven is watching. What is Love Revival going to do? What is River's Edge going to do? What is River of Life going to do? What is my church going to do? What is GGG going to do? And the Lord, he's sitting back there because he knows what his plan is, but the angels they're just watching. You know when you've seen a good movie and you bring someone else to see it? Don't bring me to see it because I'm horrible. I'll be like, oh, watch this part. I feel like that's what God, God's just sitting there. And the angels are like, oh my gosh, look at all this, look at all that. And God's just like, just wait. Just wait. And they're waiting. They're waiting for the turn of the movie. Not like the movie we seen with grandma. It was we were waiting for something to happen and then it didn't happen and we're like, oh. But we read in the book of Revelations, we already we see the end. And Revelation 17, it says, we're going to all be before the throne, worshiping with every tongue, every tribe, every nation, in unity, in unison. And all heaven, I believe, is waiting. All the saints that have went before us that paid the price so that we can now live with the power and the authority that we now live in. And they hand the baton to us and they're watching. The great cloud of witnesses, they're waiting. They're waiting to see the greatest move of God that eyes have ever seen, that ears have ever heard, that have even entered into the heart of man. The Bible says that the principalities and powers Learn, and I'm giving you two in my, my version. They learn about God through seeing the church operate. The Bible says the manifold wisdom of God is known to the principalities and powers by the church. That means 
God chooses you and me to do things that eyes have never seen and ears have never heard, to bring revival like never before. And then the angels and the demons are like, whoa, we didn't see that one coming. Because of Pentecost, it sends a message in three realms, in heaven, on earth, and beneath the earth. Philippians 2, 9 and 10, it says, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Everyone will bow to the name of Jesus above the earth, on the earth, and beneath the earth. And the Bible says, that the glory of God is revealed through his children. You are the hope of glory. We are the hope of glory. If we allow the enemy to divide us and pick a side, we'll miss the ride of revival. We will get run over by the wave instead of ride the wave. This is the time we need to be more unified than ever before. The church needs to be unified more than ever before because it wasn't until they were in one accord in one place that the outpouring of the Spirit broke out. And just like I said last night on Facebook Live, what happened? They be, Peter began to speak in tongues. They began to speak in tongues. And every, it says every nationality was there. And they heard them in their own dialect. Why? Because a mighty outpouring of the Holy Ghost, a Pentecost, will cause every tribe and every nation to be able to hear it in their own language. Let me, let me, let me break this down even a little more. They'll be able to hear you in their own culture. Wow. You'll be like Paul, who was the Greek to the Greeks, and the Hebrew to the Hebrews, and the Jews to the Jews, and the Gentiles to the Gentiles, meaning your voice will have influence to every tribe and every nation. But if you pick a side and you start pointing fingers, even if you are right, what's going to happen is you're going to bring dif dysfunction dissension, division, and discord instead of being in one accord. And those who you once had a voice with, you will no longer have a voice with because they weren't able to handle the offense that came with what you had to share or say or post. We don't need to be the police of the world. We need to be the Pentecost of the church. We're not here to police. We're here to bring the kingdom of God to earth. We're here to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out demons, to cleanse the lepers, to reconcile those who have been torn apart, to love, to forgive to love our enemies, to pray for those who spitefully use us. That's what we're called to do. There's only one judge, 
And the Bible says Jesus. You know why he's the judge? Because he's the only one. The only one that was tempted in every way and still didn't sin. He was the only one that was beaten and killed in the degree that he was and still said, Father, forgive them. He was the only one who took every sickness, every pain, every disease, every suffering on his body and paid the penalty for it for a people that didn't deserve it. He's the only one. And therefore, he's the only one that is worthy to be the judge because he knows what you're going through. He knows how hard it was to be, a, to, to be on earth. He knows how hard it is to be a human. And he can sympathize with your weaknesses. And unless you feel like you fit that role, I know I don't. Be careful not to judge. Because we will be judged as judge if we judge. And you'll be judged for, by perfection. That's what Jesus was judged by was perfection. And his blood was accepted. And that's why he sent the Holy Ghost. And that's why we are now have a way because of his blood. So unless we have perfection and never sinned, we have no right to judge nor do I ever even want to be in that seat. That's the highest seat. And it only belongs to one. And he doesn't share with anyone. Ask Satan. Ask Satan. Say, God does not put up with injustice. What this police officer did, that was unjust. God don't put up with that. Ask Satan. <laughs> He don't play. He does not play with injustice. So leave it in his hands. He's the best at it. He already has a plan for it. Our job is just to bring justice to those who are sick, those who are possessed, those who are oppressed, and those who are in bondage by the enemy. Let me pray for you. Let's stand to our feet. Let's worship for a minute and then I'm going to pray for a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost. Peter style. watching on the camera sing this come baptize us 
I just pictured Zoe like this. Yes. Yes. The Bible says that while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on those who heard the word. He didn't touch them. He didn't anoint them with oil. <laughs> and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they were Gentiles. To that time, the Gentiles did not ever get filled with the Holy Ghost. And actually, the apostles were confused because they thought it was only for the Jews. But God broke through and brought reconciliation and brought access to the outpouring of the Holy Ghost to Jews and Gentiles, to believers and unbelievers. So guess what? Even if you're an unbeliever right now, the Lord can baptize you through the screen. All you have to do is want it. All you have to do is want it. You don't even have to know what it is. You don't have to take classes. You just need to open your heart. Oh, Lord, fill them with your Holy Ghost. Fill them with your Holy Ghost right now, Lord. Even in this room, all across this room, all across the world to everybody watching, Lord, send a mighty outpouring of your Holy Ghost. Let them start speaking in other tongues. Fernando, in Texas, start speaking in tongues in Jesus' name. Release the gift of tongues, Lord. Oh, Lord, release the gift of tongues on everybody listening. Release the gift of the fire of a love revival. That they will leave this place and every place they're watching on fire with love, with reconciliation. Yes. Lord, so that if, even if some of the people watching or in this room go to protest, that your love will go with them and love will fill the whole crowd. And it will bring a reconciliation. I just seen this morning that a sheriff in Michigan told the protesters, hey, I'm upset too. And I put off my shield. I put down my weapon and I'm going to protest with you peacefully. That's reconciliation. That's reconciliation. Jesus ate with the sinners, ate with the lost, ate with the tax collectors, ate with those who the religious people said, why are you around them? Jesus said, because I came to save them. 
I came to reconcile them to my Father. I came to break the chains off of their life. I came to fill them with the Holy Ghost. He couldn't fill the religious people with the Holy Ghost because they were so filled with themselves, they were not ready to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, fill us, Holy Ghost. Fill us. Right now, Lord. Even as I blow into this mic, let a, let a wind of the Holy Ghost fall, Lord. Fresh wind. Fresh wind. Fresh wind. Fresh wind, Holy Ghost. More, Lord. Till I overflow. Tell them I want to run over. Yes. More, Lord. Let the winds of revival fall. guys feel it come holy spirit come come lord there it is come close your eyes open your hearts silence your mind just receive right now fresh wind Fresh wind, fresh wind. Shh. Oh, da 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 da. E da da ba da. Thank you, Jesus. Fresh wind. Oh, Jesus, fill your people. Fill your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Double it, Lord. Double it, Lord. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Take them ankle deep, Lord. Take them knee deep, Lord. Take them waist deep, Lord. Take them chest deep, Lord. Completely submerge them in the rivers, in the healing rivers of living water. The rivers of fire that flow from the throne of grace. Oh, be submerged. Be submerged. Be submerged so that you can emerge in power, in purpose. Submerge them, Holy Spirit. Submerge them.
Submerge them with your Holy Spirit and purge them of everything that's not of you. All the doubts, all the confusion. Yes, break it, Lord. I just got a text from Fernando who I just said his name. He said, sorry to text you on service, but I just wanted to let you know I heard clear voices speaking to me, and when you said my name, I snapped out of it. I felt a cold shaking and liquid running down my head all the way to my toes. He is here. That's someone in Texas who we baptized on Tuesday. Glory! Don't apologize, Fernando. Text me anytime you get a message like that. I thank God for technology right now. Oh, Jesus. He really is doing above and beyond what we could ask, think, or imagine. He's filling people, no matter where they are, from watching online. Fernando got saved watching online. He drove all the way up here from Dallas last Sunday, and I asked him if he wanted to get baptized, and he said yes, and I called Gary York from GGG, and we went out to the Yorks, and we baptized him in the pond. That's one of many. This summer, we're going to be hitting the streets, hitting the parks, hitting the malls with the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ. And all I can say is, Jesus Christ, I love you, God. Wow. Bueno. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just thank the Lord. Thank, the Thank you for listening to the Love Revival Aurora podcast. If you'd like more information, follow us on our social media or visit us at loverevivalaurora.org.